You are listening to the Cherished Companions podcast. I'm Caitlin, and I help you and your animals live the best life together. I use a mixture of modern training and holistic natural methods. On this podcast, we will talk everything animals and how we can consider our pet's body, mind, and soul. To look at our pets holistically and to treat behavioral issues with natural healing products and methods. This podcast is all about sharing our love and appreciation for the animals in our life. Welcome. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about supplements that you can feed your dog. So should you be feeding your dog supplements? Do you need to supplement the regular food that you do feed? Is there enough already in your dog's food? What supplements should you be feeding? There can be a lot of overwhelming information about what to add to your dog's diet. But the first thing that I want to make sure before getting into the topic of supplements is to first make sure that you are feeding your dog a high quality food. So that means that your food needs to be grain free. But a high quality food is a whole nother topic where we could talk about raw food, wet food, canned food, and kibble. I personally feed my dogs raw food and I wouldn't change that ever. I think that that is the best food to feed your dogs. And I just want to make clear that no matter what type of food you're feeding your dog, it is very important that you look at the lists. You want it to be as natural as possible, the ingredient list. You want it to be as natural as possible and you want it to be grain free. Those are the two things that I think are most important. And when I mean as natural as possible, I mean no chemicals or things that you wouldn't just naturally find, man-made things. So things like chicken are natural. So, but we're not going to be talking now about what is quality food and what is not. If you are interested in my take on what quality food is and the research that I've done when it comes to the quality food of dog food, then we can do another episode on that. But for now, we're just going to be talking about the supplements. So I feed my dogs raw food. And I also supplement this raw food. So before we get into all of this, I just want to make it clear that I'm not a vet. I have no formal training. This is my own research and my experience and I'm just sharing with you what I do with my dogs and what I have found the easiest and the best and I've had no problems with my dogs, no health issues. They've all been very healthy and very active and I feel from the research that I've done and the professionals that I listen to and that I follow, this is the best thing that I can do for my dogs. And I am giving my dogs the best food and the supplements possible because I want to prevent any injuries or anything that that may happen to them. So this is a preventative way and I feel that it is a lot more money to put into than buying a bag of kibble or even just buying raw food, even though raw food can be more expensive. But in the long run, there's going to be less health issues and my dogs are going to be happier. I also want to say that you should always consult a trusted vet or nutritionalist or both. And these are both that I am not. I am someone that has just done a lot of research and 
my research has been from multiple trusted resources of professionals. So let's get into what I have found. When choosing food and supplements, there are two items to consider. These are two items that can cause health issues. So the first is a deficiency of nutrients and vitamins, and the second is supplements in artificial forms. So when I mean supplements in artificial forms, this comes back to what I was talking about, the high quality food, that you want to minimize all chemicals. So chemicals are things that are not natural. So you want to use things that are natural, organic, things that you would just find in nature. So before we get into exactly what supplements to use, I'm going to talk about why even high quality food isn't good enough and why you should actually use supplements. So I feed raw food, which I feel is the best food, and a lot of other professionals feel is the best food for dogs and cats as well. But I feed this food, and even though it is of the highest quality food, it isn't enough for a complete whole diet for dogs. So first of all, nutrient deficiency is one of the most underdiagnosed and serious problems connected to disease in dogs. I also like to remind you that stress is another major cause. So the two of these combined can cause a lot of problems, behavioral problems and health problems in your dogs. So these two kind of go hand in hand. You can't handle stress if your pet isn't getting the right nutrients. So if your pet is something in your pet's life is stressing your pet out, which is very common, it happens to all humans and all pets. They get stressed. If that pet, your dog, is stressed and then isn't getting the right nutrients, your pet will get stressed easier and not be able to overcome the stress and bounce back from a stressful situation if they don't have the right nutrients in their body. And then when they don't have the right nutrients in their body, they will become stressed more from common things that wouldn't make them more stressed if they had the right nutrients in their body. So it's a cycle and it's all related and it's all tied together. So the supplements that I give my animals are not pills or powders, but actual food that carries the nutrients of what I want to feed. And I feel that this is the best way. Again, it's the most natural way. It might be a little bit harder because I have to go to the store and buy the, that actual food instead of buying a can or a powder form that I can just store in my cupboard. I don't need fresh. But it is a lot healthier for my dogs. And there are six nutrients that are important in keeping dogs healthy. So these are nutrients that you want to have in your dog's diet. These are minerals, vitamins, essential amino acids, superfood greens, and essential fatty oils and probiotics. So those are the three categories that, that your dog needs in their diet. The body is designed to process food based on nutrients and not chemicals. This is why when you are feeding your supplements and your food, you want to choose naturally fermented vitamins, probiotics, and plant-based minerals, and naturally sourced omega-3s. If you do this, your dog's body will respond best to what you are feeding them. So, again, this goes back to all being you want to be as natural and organic and have the least amount of chemicals as possible.
So this is the same with humans. Our bodies and our dog's bodies just respond better when these things are natural. And now when it comes to the age, your dogs, so puppies, adults, and seniors, it doesn't really change. They all need these vitamins and they all need these minerals and amino acids and superfoods and oils and probiotics. They, no matter what age. The only thing that might differ is that seniors will maybe, they can't have as fatty type things. You might need to find a different food or a different oil that provides that same thing. So dogs vary to breeds and activity levels and everything like that. So you need to consider all aspects, but in general, all dogs of all ages, of all kinds, of all activity need those six nutrients. So again, those six nutrients are minerals, vitamins, essential amino acids, superfood greens, essential fatty oils, and probiotics. So again, go for natural. There's a difference between a capsule and a tablet. So capsules are powders that are natural. Tablets contain additional bonding agents that are heat processed. So a capsule is one of those little pills that you can open up and powder will fall out. So this is natural even though it is of a powder form. So there are unnatural powders and powders that are natural. So just look at what you're buying and what you're getting. Again, it's not that big of a deal if they are getting it. It's better than not getting it at all. So you don't need to stress out about, oh, is this pill or is this powder? Is that worse or is it better? As long as they're getting what they need, it's better than not getting it at all. So some capsules are needed for less stable supplements. So there are some supplements that will need to be in this capsule powder form. So don't think that that's not natural because that can be kind of misleading. I was a bit confused at first when I was trying to go all natural that yes, some natural supplements are going to be in capsules and they are going to be powder forms. So a theme that I've been talking about is going natural. Another, the second point that I want to bring up is to go for quality. So when, when it comes to my dogs, I feed raw food and I mis minimize the vaccines, the drugs, and the chemicals that my dogs get. Giving supplements isn't necessary for every day just a few times a week. So I take a week off here and there. With healthy dogs, the supplements, I'm going to talk about the supplements that I choose because my dogs are healthy and when you have an unhealthy dog, you are going to need to adjust those supplements. These are kind of the base supplements that I feed. And again, I want to just remind you that I'm not giving all of these every day. I kind of rotate them, I mix them up, I change things up. Some weeks they won't have this one supplement and then some weeks they'll have another one. They might have two here and two there. Just kind of, I record it and kind of write it down and know what they're getting. So I know that if they haven't had something for a month, then yeah, it's time they need to get that. But I don't have it on a strict kind of schedule or anything like that. If it's in my cupboard and I have it or it's in season, I'll give it. And then I had 
another podcast episode on eating with the seasons. So this is where that can kind of tie in as well. You want to feed your dog just what's available and what's around. If they have the same thing every day, that can be over-supplementing, which isn't, well, I'm not going to say it isn't harmful because honestly, I don't know if it is or not, depending on the supplement or the way you're giving it or your dog's condition, but it definitely is better to rotate and do variety and sometimes have it and sometimes not. So, the supplements that I will feed my dogs are, I'm going to list them and then I'll talk a bit about them. So, hemp seeds or hemp oil, coconut oil, probiotics, fruits and veggies, phytoplankton, turmeric, and large so now I'll go into a little bit more detail for each of those supplements. So for the hemp seeds or the hemp oil, I use this because it has omega-6 and omega-3 fatty acids, minerals, and other nutrients. I give about a tablespoon of this at a time. For the coconut oil, I give my dog's coconut oil about a tablespoon or two a few times a week, maybe three or four times a week. They absolutely love it and I had my dog Penny, she had some dandruff and kind of not, I don't really know what was wrong, but she had some dandruff and dry skin and I think it was just that during the summertime, the weather, her skin just doesn't agree with the drier weather. So with the coconut oil that really improved and it went away over just maybe two weeks of feeding it and now I just continue feeding it. It's really great for any sort of skin conditions and it also is contains antibacterial, antiviral, and antifungal properties. It improves nutrient digestion and absorption and it helps remove parasites and also prevents yeast infections. So coconut oil is a really great thing to feed your dog. And for the probiotics, they are probiotics are beneficial bacteria that help with the digestive system. They also strengthen the immune system, they fight viruses, they fight bacteria and they fight parasites and they also provide vitamins. So when you give probiotics you can feed your dog kimchi, sauerkraut, or kefir. Just when you get these things, either kimchi, sauerkraut, or kefir, be sure that nothing else is added such as salt or sugar. It needs to be pure so you don't, sometimes when you buy sauerkraut they might have some spices or some salt or something added. Make sure that it's pure and organic and there's nothing else added. It's just the straight kimchi or the straight sauerkraut or the straight kefir. There are other ways you can feed your dog probiotics but I find that those three are some of the best. Also my the food that I do feed has beef tripe in it which is the stomach. I don't know if it's the stomach lining. I think it's the stomach lining of a cow and that has a ton of probiotics in it. So if you have your if you're raw or you're, if you're feeding raw food and you know that it has something like that in it then you may not need to give this. I just, it doesn't hurt to give a little bit extra. And then for fruits and veggies, these are an important part of a dog's diet. 
You want to puree them though. I find that my dog Penny, she won't eat just whole fruits and veggies. You can steam them, really lightly cook them. You don't want them cooked and then you can puree them. I try to get fruits and veggies into my dog's daily diet and I only feed it about 5 or 10% of their diet. Now some food like raw food, if you're feeding raw food, they already have these fruits and veggies in it. So just look at your ingredients and see what it is. If it's not in there, you may want to add some. There are a lot of resources on what fruit and veggies you can feed your dog and what is healthiest. I have another podcast on dogs eating with the seasons and that speaks a lot about fruit and veggies and what are good for dogs and what are not. And then for the phytoplankton, this is like a plankton and it contains nearly every nutrient that your dog needs. It has essential fatty acids, trace minerals, antioxidants, amino acids, protein, vitamins, and a bunch of other things that I can't really pronounce. So phytoplankton is a great source of omega-3 fats. It's better than fish oils. So even though I do have the hemp seeds and the oil, the phytoplankton is another source for those. And I feed about a sixteenth of a teaspoon and I give it on most days. So this is actually something that is fairly pricey but you are feeding so little that, sorry if you hear my dog Penny in the background, you are feeding so little that it really lasts a long time. And then turmeric. So turmeric is anti-inflammatory. This is especially important for dogs of older ages or senior dogs. It has also been shown to have both cancer preventing and killing properties. So turmeric is a great thing to add. Some dogs, they might be a little funny with turmeric because it can be a very strong, overpowering taste. Just feed a very little bit and you can always increase it over time. And then finally, larch. This is a prebiotic that feeds healthy prebiotics. So it activates important cancer-fighting cells and it has been successfully used to treat cancer. It can fight allergies, it is an autoimmune, fights autoimmune diseases, and it does other things as well. My dogs get this along with their prebiotics usually. So it's just, I just want to remind you that my dogs don't get all of this every day. I rotate, I take breaks, I provide variety, and if I've run out of something, I don't stress about needing it. My dogs will be okay without it for a while. And as I mentioned, for older dogs, you might want to add in some more some other supplements, digestive enzymes are a good one, or herbal joint care. And when it comes to puppies, you can give them, treat them just the same as adult dogs. They might even benefit more from a little bit more um, of the supplements. So those are the supplements that I feed my dogs, and that's my take on supplements and food and nutrition for dogs. Again, this is from my research from trusted resources and when it comes to what you want to do, take this advice. I've looked at a lot of different sources and kind of compiled it all together and I've had very successful results and my dogs are very healthy and um, yeah.
If you have any questions on any of this, then just let me know. You can find me on Instagram, send me a message, or on Facebook. Oh. And that was Penny there barking, if you heard her. She's saying thanks for listening, and we'll see oh. you next time. I want to start bringing other pet owners and pet lovers and pet parents onto the podcast, and I want you to share just a kind of fun or silly, lovable story about your pet. It can be anything at all, anything that you want to share that just kind of expresses our love for animals and the pets in our lives. So thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening to the Cherish Companions podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please find me on Instagram as Cherished Companions. I'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to come on the podcast to share your animal story, find my contact information in the show notes. All links will be in the show notes or just head over to www.cherishedcompanions.org for quick access to all our social media and contact information. Thanks again for listening and join me next week. Now, get out of here and spend some time with the animals you love. Bye!